listening to the I Love Cambridge podcast, the show that brings you great stories from people in our community in many different businesses and walks of life. With your host, Walter Montero, a real estate and mortgage agent in Cambridge, Ontario, and had the privilege of serving the Cambridge community since 1987. Tune in and enjoy this week's episode. Ideas never go away, but instead keep on coming in. But validating these ideas has been made easier with the abundance of resources one can find online. Shannon Markle explains how these ideas are expounded and flourish through idea exchange. Find out more by tuning into this episode. Hi, my name is Walter Montero. I'm a real estate and mortgage agent here in Cambridge, Ontario, and I've had the privilege of serving our community since 1987. Over the years, I've met some great people here in our community in many different businesses and walks of life. Some, of course, are well-known, and others are some of the best-kept secrets in town. So the purpose of this podcast is to share and introduce them to you. Welcome to the I Love Cambridge podcast. Shannon Markle from Idea Exchange, correct? That's right. Shannon Markle, Idea Exchange. Perfect. So old guys like me call that the library. Yeah, and we okay. still we still are a library. We're still the library. Okay. Okay. Well, that's great. So, tell, what's what's new? What's going on at uh, at the Idea Exchange? You know, it's been a very interesting last couple of months. It's been surprisingly exciting, despite all of the um, all of the worries we all have with what's going on um, out in the wider world. But we've been really doing a lot of great things in the last couple months in terms of digital services. We were already sort of moving into that area, but we got to bring a few things to life pretty quickly when all of this sort of fell out. So one of the first things we did was get our online memberships up. That was coming, but we just had to bring it forward quicker so folks could have access to materials while they were at home. So the online memberships, folks can just call in or sorry, can go to our website and get a membership rather than having to come into the library in person to get their membership. And that gave them access to a pretty dizzying wealth of resources that they could use from home. I see. I see. Okay. So like, like what you can get a, you can get reading material on there. You can do research, videos, I would imagine, all kinds of all stuff. All right? kinds of stuff. Certainly lots of downloadable books so people can keep reading. Of course, we're a library, so reading matters to us and it matters to the community. So there okay. are all sorts of resources, right, from tumble books for the young ones. And they're um, literally broken down by age category so parents can easily find materials for their young people to read. Um, to lots of downloadable uh, material, audio books, things like that. So that's sort of a starting point. But we also have all sorts of really exciting resources such as um, Canopy. So if you don't um, if you don't stream films at home, for some of the folks that aren't paying for streaming services, all you need is your library card. You can log in and use Canopy from home and stream films for oh, free wow. with your library card. Yep. So that's a, that's a pretty good one. Um, We had free access to um, Ancestry.com, so Mm -hmm. if you were looking for a little family project to work on during this time, it sure did give you an opportunity to learn more about your family heritage, how they came to Canada, things like that, through using um, Ancestry, which is a pretty incredible resource. I don't know if you've ever played around with it, but y'all... I I have not. I've known people to mess around with it, but uh, I I, I don't have any personal experience with it myself. 
Well, it's pretty fun. You always kind of stumble on something you're not expecting when you go on Ancestry and find oh. some interesting. We found a ship list from my family when they came over in the late um, 1700s. Oh, wow. That's just by going on Ancestry and doing some research. So you can find some really cool um, things about your family. So there was that. There's that. Um, we also have some online courses for free. I don't know if you've ever heard of lynda.com. Yep. Linda yeah, it's a really go-to place for folks when you're trying to upgrade your education on anything from business programming that you need to use to even um, like self-help, all those sorts of things. So we actually have lynda.com with your library card. So you can take all the lynda.com courses you want with your library card or Gale courses, which are is a similar program. It's through um, Gale, which published encyclopedias. I don't know if yep. you remember yep. back in the olden days of encyclopedias. Yep. I sure do. <laughs> yep. So those are some more res resources that we have. So that was sort of our our first push through this was to make sure that people had some access to that. After we sort of got those things rolling, we added an online chat service so folks could phone in and connect with a librarian. So for high school students who are trying to school from home, they could talk to a librarian, which is very helpful for trying to find uh, the material they need to get their projects done and know that the resources are actually appropriate resources because not everything on the web is what they want you to, to use for school so projects. i hear <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we got we got the chat line um going for with the librarians and that's been rolled out and working super well for us so that's pretty exciting and then we started moving into online programming which is super exciting. Idea Exchange is known for offering some pretty spectacular programs for the community and everything from making to children's programs. So we, we decided time to bring all of that online. So we have um, a bunch of programmers working super hard to bring some exciting ideas online so folks can continue to learn and connect. Tonight, for example, we have a program on minimalism and sustainable decluttering. So oh. it's a sort of eco decluttering um, program that we're there. We're running online. We've got Kenneth Awful coming next Thursday. He's the author of Silver Wing, which is just a spectacular young adult book. And so we have an online program with Kenneth coming up. Um, we've got children's programs every weekday now. So moms and dads can can have their kids interacting with someone and they're interactive through Zoom. So it's not just watching TV, the children are actually interacting and participating with our fat, fabulous children's programmers. That's, I have to say, one of our best features at ID Exchange is our fabulous staff and the programmers are spectacular. So we got all that going. So that was kind wow. of the next thing. Well, yeah. that's, that's pretty exciting. So now let me ask you, it, the so for example, if somebody's getting a book online are they doing that through idea exchange uh, uh, app or can they download it on the kindle or yes yeah, so, so what they would do is go to the ideaexchange.org website yep there there is our libby app app that you use and you can yep. upload the books um yep. through your library card so it would be on your device so if you had an ipad or some sort of a tablet that you like to use some folks use their computer and just download onto their computer for reading. Um, yep. So, um, yeah, so that's, oh, you're going to show everyone the, the website. Yeah, so yeah. If you go 
two, reading and entertainment. Yep. Um, in that section, you'll see um, the Libby downloads. Okay. Um, so it's along the top there. Yep. And um, there's all sorts of different e-reading apps. There's also um, Book Hub, which offers um, lots of contemporary authors. There's Booksee. There's an internet archive, which are all free public domain books that you can access and download online. Um, all sorts of different um, applications and, and the um, directions for how to upload them. Uh, or to get set up with them. So you'll see some of them along the, the side there, like there's the canopy for the films. But yep. um, yeah, so so there's all kinds of great stuff there. Another thing people don't know about is Press Reader, which is pretty cool. Press Reader is uh, a program you can access online that yep. gives you access to newspapers from all over the world. So you can oh, just wow. log in, use your library card, and access newspapers from all over the world, magazines, things like that. So it's really quite nice for folks that are new to Canada and want to access materials from other places for that reason, or people that are learning languages and want to access reading material in those other languages. Um, yeah, so there's lots of great things there. So um, yeah, so that's, that's uh, oh, there we go, featured databases. If you scroll down to the bottom on that page, you'll see a whole list of all different kinds of databases we have that allows folks to access different materials. So it's everything from, you go into automotive, for example, there are all those car guides on how to fix your cars, or if there's canopy that you've just selected. Lots of, um, lots of great online applications that you can then access for free instead of paying for a membership. Wow, that's that's incredible. I, you know, I I got to be honest with you. I didn't know all these resources were so plenty, uh, plentiful, uh, plentiful and available. Uh, I, my sister-in-law is a is a big user of the system. Wonderful. And uh, and she always makes reference to you know uh, using the idea exchange. Well, if there's a silver lining in this for us, I think it's that because of this, a lot of folks will discover how many great resources are online uh, and available from home through their local libraries. So mm -hmm. um, that's something that um, I think is going to be an advantage moving forward. Some of our programs that we're taking online, for example, um, I run an English conversation circle or I partner with an English conversation circle. We've moved that online. And so that's most likely going to have uh, continue online once we move on because there is some need for it for folks that can't always get in yep and things like book clubs we've taken uh three of our book clubs online at this point and they're meeting and they're having wonderful conversations and connecting so it's really um helping folks to feel normal and continue to connect and i can see some of those potentially um remaining online we'll see how things work once things go back to normal. I think um, there, there may be some, some new things we learned from this. So we're pretty excited about that. We started a quarantine too, which has been pretty fun. Uh, what? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? A quarantine. So it's an oh, e-magazine okay. about okay. the quarantine. Okay. So what we did with that was we reached out to the community and said, we all need to sort of connect and talk through this whole situation. Um, if you go to our volunteers page, along okay. the sidebar, you'll see the volunteers button. Uh, yep, if you select it. that, yep. 
and then click that alone together at Cambridge Core and Zine. That's the link to the first issue. So we oh, have okay. 30 yeah. community members. Um, it's right along the top. If you click mm -hmm. along the top banner, up a little higher here. Oh, I can't show you. <laughs> yeah, let me see here. It, you'll see the typewriter. Mm -hmm. There we go. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. If you click on that banner, it takes yep. you to the quarantine and oh, okay. a little bit. It gives you all the directions. Yep. So our quarantine, we put the first issue out last Friday. Okay. So that was um, a call out to the community. How is Cambridge dealing with, with COVID-19? How are we staying connected? How are we surviving and thriving and we had tons of submissions and it's a 30 page magazine all of local content about our local heroes about businesses that are stepping up about how we're surviving yeah thriving during COVID-19 so we are now taking submissions for issue two you don't have to be a professional writer but you can be we have a couple of those you don't yep. have to be a professional artist, but you can be. We have content from teens. We have content from seniors. We, we've really got a great, um, in the first issue, a great um, sort of smattering of wonderful things from the community. And we look forward to exploring it further in our second issue. That is awesome. Really cool. So let me ask you about the membership. What, what's involved in getting a membership? What does it cost? So a membership is free for Idea okay. Exchange. The okay. online membership, you can actually just go to ideaexchange.org and get an online membership. You'll see right in the top of the four yep. squares along the side, it says online membership in the yep. one little button there. Mm -hmm. um, I keep wanting to point it out with my hand. Yeah, so that's good. okay. Yeah. So really, you just ha you have to live in the city of Cambridge. Um, yep. You don't already have to have a membership card. So you can log in and just get a membership and that gives you access to all of our online resources. Okay. Once, once we've reopened, yep. then, then if you wish to come in and get um, a, a full membership so that you can sign up physical resources, you really just need to bring in proof of address and they will, and come into one of our locations, we'll mm -hmm. activate it and we'll issue you a library card. So then at that point, you can actually take materials, games, um, tools, all the things we loan out, you yep. can take all of that home at that point. But right now you can absolutely start with just an online membership and enjoy all these things that are certainly going to help people when they're stuck at home. That is terrific. Well, that, uh, that, this is great information and, uh, uh, somebody can access this online. Um, uh, obviously the facilities right now are closed because of COVID, correct? They are closed because of COVID. Okay. Yep. At, uh, I know that phase one of the um, reopening is happening and we're looking forward to being able to safely open our locations for curbside pickup. We're just okay. figuring out how we're going to be able to do that safely uh, for staff and for the public. Um, okay. but we expect sometime mid-June we'll be able to launch that, that component um, so people can pick materials up. And, and in the meantime, we are continuing to bring out some pretty cool online programming and resources. Great. Okay. Now, I got to ask you about the, the new facility they, uh, they, they did with the, uh, the, old post, the old post office. Yeah. So up until COVID, uh, you know, a lot of times people would ask, you know, what, what actually goes on in there? What is a digital library? Oh, my goodness. You know what? Honestly, it's the coolest place. 
the the old post office really is four stories of exciting things to play with that's what it is you okay. start in the basement which is the creative studios it's yep. all media equipment so there are soundproof booths so folks can go in and record podcasts they record music they go in to have meetings um things like that but in the booths as well there is full professional quality video and audio editing things like that you can yep. borrow equipment to do things like digitize your slides or your eight millimeter films we have all that equipment there so with your library card you just log into one of the media studios and you can do all of that right there there's three or there's um in the in the basement still or the creative studios there's um, a green screen so if you want to record something in front of a green screen and replace it you can use that so instead of having a closet door behind you, you can have yeah. something else. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you can put whatever you want behind you. All right. <laughs> yeah, there's um, also um, uh, virtual reality to try. There's a music hub so people can sign in and use instruments like guitars, drums, um, keyboards. They can hook it all together and put headphones on and nobody hears them but themselves. Okay. Um, there's um, and, and there's a really great meeting space down there as well so that we can run programs and have classes and workshops out of there. The main floor of the library, which is the one that overlooks the river, it's gorgeous. It has a digital reading room. You can sign out iPads or laptops, things like that, and use them in the space with free wireless access to all of our programs beautiful tables to sit by the windows and work on your projects. A lot of business people come in and meet in that space. Students come in, uh, particularly the School for Architecture students were very regular uh, attendees there. And it, we are partnered with Monogram Coffee Roasters, so you can get some awesome coffee and a nice lunch while you're there. Go up one more floor and yep. you will find our Discovery Center. Yep. So the Discovery Center is all STEM-based learning. So it's science, technology, engineering. Now we're a library, so we stick the arts in there and call it STEAM-based, so arts and math. So children can come in and they can sign out a STEAM box and learn about robotics or coding, or they can do activities that um, like a, a light bright wall or use our, um, we have a, a table that lights up and they can look at things like um, x-rays of people, of bodies or all sorts of really neat science-based learning takes place in there. A lot of class tours happen um, and a lot of, of fun programs. Um, and then you go up one more floor and it is our makerspace. So that's where makers come to create. It's things like 3D printers, laser cutters, sewing machines, embroidery machines. Um, um, I'm trying to think of all the things that are in there. Oh, a, a cricket machine. I don't know if you've seen those, but we get a lot of brides and a lot of people making invitations and Christmas cards because it cuts out. It does that um, die cutting on paper. Yep. And so you can come in. A lot of teachers come in and, and do their bulletin board stuff there. Another thing um, that's really sweet, I went in last fall and I was doing a tour and uh, there was a mom and a dad there with their kids' backpacks and lunch bags and they were embroidering their kids' names on their backpack, their lunch bag, all of that sort of stuff with the machines so that the kids had their personalized stuff, but they didn't have to pay. They could probably have bought them at the dollar store even and then just personalized them from there. So all of this stuff is just accessible with your library card. 
And we have lots of really talented staff who are there to teach you how to use that equipment. So you can come in and learn how to use a laser cutter or a 3D printer. You can take a class that teaches you how to make an invitation with Cricut or do Christmas decorations on tea towels, or we do all sorts of that kind of programming. Um, so folks can come in and make their own individualized um, things, uh, projects, just be creative and work together. It's just such an amazing space. It's, it's really kind of outstanding that Cambridge has this place because frankly, no one else in Canada has anything like this. That's uh, fabulous. It, it's pretty unique. And every time I go in, I just fall in love with the space all over again. And we hear so many wonderful things about how people are using it. So it's pretty exciting. Wow, what a what a great facility! That's now. Uh, do you guys play any role in the in the light show that they they play on the building in the in the uh, in the summertime? Um, yeah, I know that our marketing team is liaising with the city on okay. that, and I know that the first one in particular we were quite involved with the one that really went through the history of town. I don't know if you saw the first one, but it yes. was one when they launched and it went right from the dinosaurs all the way through. I know yeah. we were involved in that. I think the city has the lead on that for sure. Okay. But I do know that Jennifer, our, our marketing um, specialist, certainly is involved in some way on that. Yeah. Wow. This is great. Well, I, I mean, I, I've learned a lot more than I ever uh, knew about the idea exchange. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Um, and uh, in terms of uh, obviously getting more information, ideaexchange.org is, is the website. It sure is. Yep. Okay. Perfect. And you figure you, you guys will be open probably, hopefully sometime in June, you think? We're looking at mid-June and okay. that's the curbside pickup portion. Okay. And then of course, like everyone else, we're just kind of responding and evaluating and making the safest decisions going from there. Of course. Of yeah. Course. That's awesome, Shannon. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for sharing this information with us. Was now, was there any question that I didn't ask you that I should have? Uh, not that I can think of. It was a pretty good conversation. I just okay. hope that we've piqued your interest and get you in there sometime, Walter. Well, you'll see me in there. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. You sold me on the coffee. There's coffee in there. I'll go in. <laughs> and it's good coffee. I don't know if you've had monograms. Love monograms. Good Love coffee. Monograms. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, thank you. Well, Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it and uh, enjoy the sunshine. You too. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to I Love Cambridge with Walter Montero. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest updates to I Love Cambridge, you can check ilovecambridge.ca and you like our Facebook page, I Love Cambridge, Ontario. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.